Welcome to Her Fancy Football, the podcast with three sisters talking all football. Her Fancy Football can now be heard on Blog Talk Radio that is brought to you by National Gridiron Network. You can also check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. All right, you guys, NGN would like to announce that they will be doing the play-by-play for the USA Football Bowl. The game will be played at Hoover Met Stadium in Hoover, Alabama, January 20th, 2014 at 1 p.m. So make sure you guys check them out. And we'd like to say thank you. We got nominated for the podcast awards. Yes. Um, By fans. Nominations were one month into... um, us starting our show so thank you everybody who uh voted for us it's very exciting um we're not a finalist unfortunately but we were nominated and we're trying to make it down there for the show so yeah there we are yeah we're gonna make it out down there we're gonna go to las vegas to the new media expo too which actually has a ton of great information about blogging podcasting web videos it's going to be crazy town. So look for your Twitter and your Facebook accounts because we're going to post little ways that maybe you can help us get there and maybe you can be on the show. Bam. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. We've yet to have a guest, ladies. Isn't that crazy? I know. This might be our first one. We'll see. First guest. It's very exciting. So, yeah, definitely uh, help us help you, right? That's our motto for the next week. Help us help mm. you. That's right. So we'll get right America. into it. Ashley, more money, more problems. Uh-oh. You know, I started to, like, look up more money, more problem topics, and I just got sidetracked by all the quarterback drama this week. <laughs> so I'm just kind of going to focus on that. I mean, we've got, you know, A, we've got whole, you know, Aaron Rodgers, which I'd like to say they don't think he's going to play. He's having some, you know, pain in his collarbone, so let's not rush him in. Um, and, but more interesting is the whole Jay Cutler McCown debate right now because Cutler might come back and there's the whole debate right now whether they should play him because McCown's been doing so well. And then we've got RG3 who just got benched. You know, we got, you know, Cousins is going to be the starter with Rex Grossman as the backup. He's listed as inactive. Shanahan is saying it's for injury purposes. And interestingly enough, Shanahan was rather candid in an interview and actually went on to say that, you know, looking back on things, there was that moment in the game last year where he knew that RG3 was too hurt and he should have pulled him and he, he didn't. And then, you know, RG3 suffered obviously a very big injury. And so it was really interesting. Apparently, you know, the GM owners, everybody's on board with pulling RG3 out. It could be a move to save Shanahan's job. I don't know, maybe too little too late. I mean, what are you ladies thinking about our two-team quarterback drama we got this week? I think it's the opposite. I think he's trying to get fired. I agree. He's trying to get the Houston job, so he's trying to get fired early by benching RG3 because he knows that Dan Snyder and RG3 are like buddy-buddy. Well, they are buddy-buddy. Like almost jets, like inappropriately. Security so. guards. It's not yeah. yeah, not inappropriately. It's definitely I mean not almost inappropriately. It definitely is inappropriate. I mean and I think that's the whole Shannon Shanahan's issue. I think that's why he leaked the story about him wanting to be fired last 
year. Now he's benching RG3. I think he's like, hey. Oh, yeah, he's daring him to fire him. Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's like, get rid of me, please, yeah. already. I'm done with you. It's sort of brilliant, and it's sort of why I'm glad he's not in Denver. It doesn't. And the thing is, it doesn't surprise <laughs> you, right? Because Shanahan no. is this this brilliant, if that is indeed what he's doing. I mean, either way, he's making a statement. And, I mean, it's, it's odd because you've got people coming out and saying the fact that he had even saved, my camp didn't leak that story, and that's not the case, and... I mean, it's just been drama. And everybody knows that RG3 is more secure in that city than Shanahan. And there's no question there. Um, There's no doubt his camp leaked the story. But what kind of... It only benefits him. But the mental toll this could possibly take on RG3, I think it will be really interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, my feeling is is that he had the curse of the sophomore slump, you know? And... With an injury on top of it. Stop crying. Yeah, stop crying, get healthy, and come back and be great. You know? There you go. Um, I think what it says to me most is that Shanahan's kind of right in the fact that most of RG3's problems stem from the fact that he didn't have an off-season to practice. You know, I mean, he just didn't have it because he could not be on his knee. And I think that that is an interesting concept. I think... At this time in the year, though, it's clearly a statement. Like, he's trying to get fired. He's trying to get that Houston job. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, I mean, what's going to happen to little Kyle Shanahan? Is he going to have to get a real job? (laughs) You know, I think Kyle Shanahan will get a job. I think that's not the issue. I think he's going to go with his dad to Houston, and it's going to be super pathetic. Of course he will. Of course he's going to follow him. There's there's no doubt. Come on. I mean, for anything, if, if RG3 does stay and there's friction between the Shanahan camp, including Kyle, I mean, they can't keep Kyle on board and have RG3 there without Daddy Shanahan there. I mean, that won't work. Well, I mean, I think that they're professionals. I don't think they have to stay together, you know. I mean, they... Haven't they been together the whole time? Oh, I don't know about that. He He's held other jobs, but I think it's... Ugh. It's just really interesting to me because he also went on to say that it isn't all RG3's fault and that he just happens to be the one in the biggest spotlight, but that other players have been dropping the ball as well. And it's very true. You know, if you watch those games, there are some passes that these receivers just aren't catching that are in their hands. You know, like this isn't all RG3. Certain, their defense is a nightmare. Yeah. And their offensive line just oof, oof the. Well, what do you guys think about the Jay Cutler McCown saga? Because this one is actually almost more interesting to me because this is an actual legit debate because they're both free agents (laughs) next year. So now we're coming into the whole question of not just well, do we keep playing McCown because he's hot right now and Cutler's been injured, but it's who's going to be our quarterback next year? Like who are we willing to put the money on? The team seem the players seem to be behind Cutler. Or at least Brandon Marshall, he made quite a little statement after the game about how Cutler's our guy. But, you know, Erlacher went on to say, no, you should, no, it should be McCown. He should be your guy for the rest of the season and moving forward. Yeah, and I agree with that. I mean, I think Cutler wants to be franchised and uh, they just don't have the money to do that next year. So they're going to have to sign a long year, you know, a long deal contract, which 
again, they don't have that much money to be spending on just Mr. Cutler. So, I don't know. I think Cutler's overrated. I think at the end of the day, and, and maybe this is just me, but I just want to tell you what Joshua Treadwell McCown is this guy Scottish or what? Um, <laughs> let's hope that's Scottish. What else could it be? Irish? It's definitely mm-hmm. blonde. His blonde birthday sure. is July 4th, 1979. Nice. He is fantastic right now but when it comes to next year I'm not exactly sure what I can tell you is that Jay Cutler although Mr. Potential am I right ladies Mr. Potential since Uh. what the 80s or at least it feels like it let me give you his birthday April 29th 1983 it's not much better, ladies. That's 30 years old. Now, I'm not saying, like, listen, you know, Tom Brady, I think, is 35. I mean, you know, people can play after that. But I think when you're talking about the future, I'm not quite sure either of them are. So I think right now you go with a hot hand and try to get into the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I, to me, Jay Cutler has not given me the reason to feel like he's the guy of the future in general. So let's just try to do it today. Am I crazy? No, I'm with you. I don't think you're crazy, but I think the issue that they're having here, and anybody would know who's lived in a city with one of these guys, is that if you don't play Cutler, is he going to throw one of his hissy fits because you aren't putting him in when he's been medically cleared? What kind of drama is that going to create around the team when you've got half the team backing him up? What is that going to cause as far as issues for being signed next year? We certainly saw issues with him and Bowling when he was in Denver and that kind of drama. So I think that that probably is kind of in the back of their heads too. I mean, I would still say go with the hot hand account. I mean, they're playing great. So I mean, I, it just there's a lot of implications. They don't want to franchise him. If they don't want to franchise him, he's going to go somewhere else that wants to franchise him. But they made it pretty clear like a week ago that that's not what they're interested in. Yeah, drama, I mean, drama, drama, guys. I don't know. I don't I yeah, I like McCowan. I like the Bears because I like their receivers and their running back. Hello? (laughs) Did anyone see that game? Stop it. Like, I don't care who's back there. I I could be back there and someone would score points. It's amazing. And I think Trestman is not getting enough credit for how well he's doing as a coach. He's doing great. I mean, come on. Get it done. That's how you do it, Shanahan. That's how you do it. All right. I just got sassy. Maybe he's auditioning for the Houston job. Nice. Trustman? No. He nice. likes the Chicago job. He wants to be the, the thinking man's Ditka. <laughs> God, I love Ditka. Nice. I'm so glad he got his number retired, right? It's good. It's great. Yeah, well, great. I enjoyed that. Brandon, you have any quick questions real fast for social network? Uh, yeah, I'll do it real quick. And we're just going to shoot him out, ladies. We're just going to shoot him out. Flacco or Kaepernick, go. By the way, I hate myself that I have to answer this question, but go ahead. Ew. Uh, Ew. Flacco. 
Oh, I don't like either. Um. Ugh. Two faces only a mother could love. Kaepernick. Yep, Kathy Luke was the one. Luck was the one who asked us this. Um, I'm going Flacco, but you know what? It's actually coin toss, and we have them ranked 19 and 20. There's got to be someone better. But yeah, they're basically equal. Agreed. Um, oh, Sidelish. Uh, this is good. Overthinking my QBs. I've got two QB questions here Andy Dalton or Alex <coughs> Smith? I'm going Alex Smith, even though he's benched because they blew out Washington so bad in one half. I think that it'll be a little tougher in Oakland, so I'm going Alex Smith. I'm also going Alex Smith. Andy Dalton looked great last week, though, but he's so hot and cold. And when in playoffs, oh, I wouldn't risk it. Go with the steadier, steadier option. Who's Cincinnati playing? Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think it's Alex Original Smith game. this week. It's a juicy matchup for him. And also, uh, Philip Rivers or Andrew Luck? Uh, I'm going Rivers. Because the Broncos deal allows points. And Phillip's so, Rivers is so good in December. So good. So good. I don't know. Luck's going against Houston. I mean... Ugh. But sometimes when, like, a coach gets fired, they may be, like, and they would play for Wade Phillips, you know? Like, maybe it's going to inspire them. You know, weird things happen, like, in games like mm-hmm. this when a coach gets fired. I don't, I don't like frankly, it. And, frankly, they've named Case Keenum now the official starter for the rest of the year, finally, instead of... I think, actually, Kubiak got fired because he put <clears throat> Matt Schaub in last week. So, I think with Case Keenum in the full game, it's tougher. We have Philip Rivers ranked six and Andrew Luck eight. So, either way, girl, you're good on our book. Yeah. I think, yeah, either way, I, I would guess I, I would put Rivers, just because Indianapolis has been crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy pants. Yeah. I have one little baby question that we'll answer real quick, because it's actually about receivers, which I think is important every once in a while. Um, well, maybe. Where did it go? Uh, okay. You have to pick two. Harry Douglas, Pierre Garçon, Michael Floyd, or Marcus Colston? <gasps> These are all my most insecure nightmares. Oh, seriously. Douglas, Garçon, Floyd, Colston. Pick two. Ah! Like oh. Sophie's choice. Colston and Garçon? Cousin's going to come out and try to prove something. Yeah. I agree, and I think Pierre Garcon wants to play now that he doesn't have to play with RG3. Yeah, he had some weird dynamic going there. Yeah. And Colson's been hot the last few weeks, especially since Jimmy Graham hasn't been putting up the numbers he normally does. Colson's been kind of breezy. Colson like was hot man. last week. Um, yeah, I think, I think I would do the two as well. I would think I, Pierre Garcon and, and Colston. Yeah. I'm a little bit into the Harry Douglas play, though. But he has not done as well since Roddy um, White actually has come back. Like, his numbers have greatly decreased since Roddy White came back. Yeah, yeah. He was really bad last week. No, I, I totally agree with you. I just feel like, um, don't they have a good matchup this week? Hold on. Yeah, they're, they're playing Washington at home this week. 
kind of feel like there's enough love to go around. You know what I'm saying? But probably Colson's a safe bet. It's just, I always uh, get I a little Yeah, I don't nervous. think any of the, I don't think any yeah, of the four right. are safe, safe bet bets. Is the wrong word. Yeah. But All right. that's where we're at. All right. Well, thanks, you guys, for these social media questions. Get you thinking right off the bat. I feel quicker already. Nice. Well, guys, make sure you set your lineups because Thursday night we got a fantasy orgy. Finally, a good Thursday night football game. Start everybody. Here we go. Division game, San Diego Chargers at Denver Broncos. Woo! This is going to be a really good one. This is going to be good. And it's actually, you know, I hate doing this right up because obviously I'm a Broncos fan. So I hate talking about how well a lot of these Chargers are going to play this week. It's very disheartening. But... Philip Rivers, guys, number six ranked quarterback. You know, by now you should know that he can score. You can score serious points on the Broncos defense, and Rivers has scored the six most points in you know out of all the QBs. So, giving you know the fact that Broncos give up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, Rivers should be able to dominate this. I mean, he's going to score a lot of points, so you should definitely be starting him. I would also like to say you should give a thought to Ryan Matthews and Keenan Allen. Believe it or not, Matthews has strung together five actually good weeks in a row, guys. And he was the sixth highest scoring running back last week. And I went on a limb and say I like him. Yeah, Whoa. I mean he carried <laughs> right. He carried the ball twenty nine times against the Giants and scored a touchdown and ran for one hundred and three yards. I don't want to say things are looking up for Matthews. I don't want people getting excited, but this would be a good week to this would be a good week to play him. He's like the say, guy that you like fell in love with in high school. You dated and then you broke up before you went to college on bad terms. And you will not he speak was to him. You deleted him on Facebook. Yeah. And then like 10 years later, you see him again and you're like, well, maybe you're not that bad of a guy. That's right. Yeah, and now he feels. owns a business. He owns a house. And you're like, oh. Yeah. 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 But then you grab lunch and you realize he's still a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not this game. This not, is this not this game. game. Not this Next game. week, okay. probably. Yeah. You didn't right, grab like lunch it. this week. At this no. point, you're still riding high that he, he got it together. <laughs> right. He's yeah. just sending you flirty messages on yeah. Facebook. You're, you're, yeah. you're, okay. you're thinking fine. about meeting up for lunch just to catch up. I so like it's it. okay this week. It's okay. Like it. um, <laughs> Keenan Allen, you guys, he's had his ups and downs. But again, the Broncos have given up, you know, five touchdowns in the past four games. And Allen's a good target in the end zone for Rivers. So I like him a lot this week as well. My gut calls is Danny Woodhead. We haven't ranked 27, so... You know, he's been a little hot and cold as of recently, you know, and he had a big week last week. I'm sorry, he didn't have a big last week, only scoring three points the week prior. So, but the Broncos defense give up the eighth points to running back. So he could have a good week. And especially if you're thinking of him in a flex kind of position, then I'd be okay with it. Antonio Gates, uh, he's been shown up by his fellow tight end, Ladarius Green. But last week, he kind of finally stepped up his game. Grand stepping up his game only consisted of five points. But this is a year where the tight ends are just literally a complete crapshoot, and you have no idea what any tight end is going to do at any point in time. So the fact mm. that the Broncos, you know, allow the fourth most points to tight ends, this could be a decent week for Gates. And as always, bench the Chargers defense. You always bench every single team playing the Broncos, period. I'll tell you who you don't bench. It's the Denver Broncos. All of them. Any. Just play them. All Just play them. them all. All right? <laughs> Just play them all. Let's start off with Mr. Peyton Manning, ranked number one, because he is the top quarterback, people. In standard leagues, this is all going to be standard leagues, he is the top quarterback. He is awesome. By a lot. By a lot. 
by a lot. And, uh, you know, San Diego gives up the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So not that I need to talk about this because you're going to play Peyton Manning. Did you see the picture of him, Courtney, with his feet soaking in the cold water and a helmet on? No. (laughs) Did you see this, Brandon? Yes. I did There's a see. picture of him like looking at an iPad. He's got his Broncos football helmet on. He's in those shorts and like a tank top and he's soaking his feet in a tub. And it turns out it's he had the helmet on so that he could listen to practice and hear the plays and then he would actually like replicate the play, shouting as if he was gonna throw the ball to Thomas or something and while he's soaking his completely destroyed ankles in the pool. God he's That's crazy. Dedication. That's I what makes him. him number one. I love him. That's what makes you number one. That and the Ron Burgundy interview. And the Ron Burgundy interview, exactly. What's your relationship with Thunder? (laughs) (laughs) He could barely hold it together. He's like, Thunder? The the horse? Our mascot? No. uh, I've had my eye on her for... I just loved it. It was great. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out on ESPN. It's amazing. Um, no Sean Marino. We got him ranked number five. And why? Because he's the third highest scoring running back. Woo. Crazy. He's amazing. It's crazy. And From being on the him, practice squad. Yeah. Moving his way up this year. Moving his way up. Moving his way I up. I remember we liked him the best in preseason. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Just like I liked Julius Thomas. He was one of That's my sleepers. The best of the year. One of my sleepers. Julius Thomas. Pick him up. Now he's the second ranked tight end. Hello. You're a machine. Get it uh, Third highest scoring tight end um, so far this season. He's great. Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker. Another must starts. The third highest scoring and the ninth highest scoring. It's just like, hello, the Broncos. You play them. Matt Prater, congratulations, congratulations. to Prater. Beating the record for the longest field goal during an NFL game with 64 yards. He is a machine. In a cold game. Cold, cold In a cold, game, too. Cold. Many fun fact, Sebastian Janikowski tried for a 74-yard field goal once at Mile High. That's awesome. He missed it, but I just like the cojones that yeah. it takes to try it. So, so the 64-yard one, I was like, and made it? Boom. Boom. He's a, he Boom. is a stud. He's a stud. And under gut calls, I have Monte Ball. I think he is the back, best flex option out there. I love him. And you could even put him in as your second running back choice because he's, like, really good. Yeah. Really he was good. the 17th highest running back last week. You know, three of the last Not four games, bad. Ball has had double digits. I mean, that's real, people. That's real. And I like him. Wes Welker suffered another concussion Sunday against Tennessee. It's not looking very likely. In fact, I think he's been officially rolled out for the Thursday game. Do not yep, play Wes Welker. Instead, maybe put in Jacob Tammy. I know he's a tight end, and that's weird. But he's falling into that slot position that Wes Welker was playing, and they like him. So when Wes is out, maybe Tammy is in. Just throwing that out there. I agree. Um, my pick is the Denver Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. Broncos. Oh, the Broncos. All right, guys, we got the Washington Redskins and Atlanta Falcons. Washington, Washington, Washington. Game of the week. (laughs) Game of the week. 
As we all know, Washington's just like a hot mess. Here's a little stats about Mr. Pierre Garçon. Week 11, 7.7. Week 12, 4.8. Week 13, 4.1. Week 14, 3.7. That is not the direction you want a guy to be going in when you're going into play, Mm. when you're in playoffs, people. I'm not in love with him. He is scary. But they are playing against Atlanta that gives up the 16th most fantasy points. And they have a new quarterback, which could help him or hurt him. It's really just scary. The whole Washington Redskins are scary. Alfred Morris, you're scary. Three of the last five games, Morris has had under 10 points. It just... mm, It's it's ugly. You know, basically everybody's in gut call. All right, RG3 has been benched as you hurt. Kirk Cousins is in. Not a must start. Do not do that. Don't get crazy. And Jordan Reed, I haven't heard the final word yet, but what I know of is that he has not been cleared to play. So, and again, if I'm he does really play, scared by that, he, that's a bad well, concussion. He, He's been out for that's weeks. A really, yeah, since week eleven. Like, might be permanent damage. That's crazy. So I wouldn't feel confident with him coming back and coming back with a new quarterback. So it's not my favorite. I'm, I have him on the bench. Good call. What were you going to say, Ashley? What do they say about the concussions? Well, you know, actually some of the worst concussions are the, the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen because they're a bunch of mini concussions. And so with the, they actually say getting a big hit is better because you see the big hit. You're, you're automatically flagged as a possible concussion. But with the others, and a tight end for me kind of falls there because you're on the line a lot, you're doing a lot of blocking, that you have a bunch of little mini concussions. So you basically just end up continuously bruising it and not letting the brain heal, which actually is what causes the really big problems. Mm. So that might be what we got going on here. Either way, don't play them. You know what we don't Great. got going on is any must-stars for the Falcons. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not a single one. I do have a plethora of gut calls, though. And even that I'm a little skeptical on. But Steven Jackson, guys, last week wasn't his best week. But seven points also isn't terrible. You know, and he scored <laughs> double-digit points the two weeks prior. And in that, you know, in case you've been sleeping through the Redskins games, which nobody would blame you if you were, they're terrible. Like, they're, mm. that defense is bad bad but the falcons are also bad so just it could be a really interesting game now the redskins do give the second fewest points um to running backs so jackson should have a game worthy of an rb2 sorry because the second most yeah definitely not the second fewest that that'd be crazy to um i also <laughs> have it's like harry, <laughs> harry douglas yeah you didn't you didn't know that the, the redskins are the seahawks point two you don't know that <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> They're actually the Seahawks' antithesis. Mm-hmm. They're actually really good. Shanahan's just not letting them play because he wants to get fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, just let him go you through. Heard story. Story. Let him go through. Yeah. Yep. You heard it first. Yeah. Don't put your arms up. Don't do that. Don't try to swap balls down. Um. Anyway. Let's talk about the uh, Falcons wide receivers. So we got Harry Douglas, Roddy White, Andrew Davis. You know, all these guys are capable of having like a really big kind of game worthy wide receiver three flex position. The question is, which one of them is going to blow up for my money right now? Roddy White is the guy since he came back and has been healthy. 
he's been doing pretty well. He's been targeted 29 times in the past two games. That's that's a healthy, healthy number. So, And Roddy can be real good. And you got Roddy White against, you know, Seattle point two defense. <laughs> Could be good. Could be good. Tony Gonzalez, the most frustrating man for me in all of fantasy football. Well, I can't say that because I've obviously had my love with Cam Newton and RG3 as well this year. But... He's doing okay. I mean, the issue is, are you going to have faith in him? Can you have the confidence in him? But we, like we've talked about with the tight end position, you really have no idea what's going on. What I can tell you is that he has had 16 red zone targets, which is the ninth most in the NFL amongst all positions. And the second most out of all tight ends, only behind Jimmy Graham. So the odds are in your favor right now at this point in time that he'll at least get targeted in the red zone, which means that he should get points. Bench warmers, Matt Ryan... Unless you have some sort of season-ending wish to be happening here, there's no way you should be playing him. Brandon's got him ranked 11, but there's no way in the world I would ever put him in in a playoff game. And that's nope. actually low compared to other people. I know. I can't do it. Because, it's because they hate Washington the so bad. Yeah. No, it's not about him. It's about Washington. Yeah. Still. It's a Washington ranking. You've got a better quarterback for playoffs. Like You shouldn't be risking Matt Ryan against the Redskins right now in a playoff game, in my opinion. Don't do it. If, in no. some leagues, though, you can use quarterbacks no. in your flex position, in which case he might be someone to consider. Yeah, he'd be great. He'd be actually a really good option because of the Redskins. I'm going Falcons here, guys. That's my pick for who's going to win this this game. Yeah, I don't know which All team right. is a bigger mess. I mean, I'm, I'm going with the Falcons, but this could be an interesting game no one cares about. Oh, man. So true. If you're both going Falcons... I'm changing mine to Redskins because I literally think they're tied, and this way maybe I can <laughs> make my mark. Oh, Brandon's going with Kirk Cousins. That's awesome. Going for I'm it. going with Shanahan slash against my soul. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually don't know if Shanahan's even going to coach it. <laughs> I would not be surprised if they fired him by then. Oh, Chicago. We're moving on. Chicago Bears <laughs> at Cleveland Browns. All right, the Bears. You know who you didn't want to risk your life with? Josh McCown. He's my new blonde husband. Hmm. I love him. He's awfully good. He's awfully good. Um, it's going to be announced on Thursday who's starting. If, if Josh McCown is playing, you start him. He said six fantastic weeks as a starter. Last week was his ultimate high, although each week has been really fantastic. He threw for 348 yards, four touchdowns. He's only thrown one interception all year. Cleveland is kind of the middle of the pack when it comes to defending quarterbacks, but, like, who cares? You have Matt Forte, Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, and even Martellus Bennett. And some nights, Michael Bush. Why not? They, they literally can score so many ways. It does not he was matter. Highest scoring quarterback last week. He absolutely was. Just stop yourself. Play him. Play him. Play him. Other clear starters. Matt Forte. We don't need to talk about it. Brandon Marshall. We don't need to talk about it. And Alshon Jeffrey. We do not need to talk about it. Get it together, people. You're already starting them. Um, As far as gut calls are concerned, Martellus Bennett, he's kind of like, I don't know, the, the, like, sad sibling. I don't know. He just, everyone else blew up last week, and he got 43 yards. Uh, You know, there it is. Are you you implying one of us is sad, Brandon? Sad. 
There's a sad sibling in all of us. It depends on the week. <laughs> she won't call out which one of us it is. I love it. I think it does. I think it does depend on the week. Who's the sad sibling? I say that with love. I would say, listen, he's only scored over 10 points three times this season, but he will never zero out. And when it comes to tight ends, he's a solid four to seven points. And that's a good thing. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. So, I mean, whatever. Also, in the gut calls, Chicago defense. I mean, you're going against the Browns. They're kind of middle of the pack. And some leagues are really thin at defense. Am I right, ladies? Like, some people hoard, and they hoard up a bunch of defenses. And so you might not have options. So Chicago, (laughs) even though I don't love them. And then their kicker gets it done. He gets it done. Uh, Bench warmers. If Jake Cutler is the starter, don't. Don't start him. He's starting out after not playing for six games. He's a gunslinger, which means he throws interceptions anyway. Um, and then he's starting out in a cold weather game. I just wouldn't start him. And then also don't play Michael Bush, even though he had a good game last week. This is going to be a closer game. I can't believe you're implying that Jay Cutler throws interceptions, Brandon. Right. I can read. <laughs> but, yeah, I think... I think <laughs> Bold statement. Bold but true. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns are an interesting team this year, guys. They've been very interesting. And I kind of wish that Hoyer would have not gotten hurt so we could have actually seen their full potential this year. I know. It's a little sad. But Josh Gordon doesn't seem to care who's a quarterback. And that's the kind of receiver you like. Someone <laughs> who is quarterback proof. And that is Josh Gordon. We have him ranked number two. He was tied for the most points last week. He is an absolute no-brainer must-start. He will be a top-ten wide receiver this week as well. You can count on him. He is great. James, sorry, Jordan Cameron finally played again, guys. Ooh, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful game. Beautiful, beautiful man. Uh, he's had a terrible second half of the season, not going to lie to you. But he scored the second most points out of all tight ends last week. And let's just hope that Jason Campbell realized that giving Cameron the ball leads to good things. Granted, the Patriots came back and went, won that game, which is still crazy town to me, but Ugh. unbelievable. But here's the thing with Cameron. He's boom or bust. But when he booms, he booms big and is always like a top three tight end. So, again, it's a risky category, so might as well take a risk on Cameron. Got calls. I've got Jason Campbell. He played well last week. He looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, but the problem is that he's only had two other great games this season. Granted, he's been hurt quite a bit of it. He wasn't starting the first half. So if you have a more stable option for this playoff week, I would recommend you go that route instead of Campbell. But for the fact that if you've got an RG3 and you've got nobody else, Campbell would be a good option to pick up. Bench warmers, Browns running backs. I'm going to give you five seconds to name two Cleveland running backs. McGahey Obanaya. Oh, you're the only person. They're on the bench. <laughs> Bench him. Bench. I'm going to go Bears, guys. I'm going to go McCown and the Bears. At least my fingers are crossed McCown's mm. playing. I'm tempted to pick the upset, but I'll go the Bears. But let me tell you, if Cutler starts, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be bad. The Bears. We're all in on the Bears. Love I love it. Mike Ditka. I love it. All right, guys, we've got the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. All right. Let's talk about Shanahan's future team first. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to go to Tampa Bay. You think no so? Way. No I think Shano's staying. I think he's staying, too. He likes, he likes to golf. Oh, it's kind of sad that, you know, we've got, like, he's 
ousting Kubiak, who was a fellow Broncos coach at some point. But, you know, it's, a, it's the NFL. It is what it is. I love Kubiak. He shouldn't have benched Keenum for... Um, Shub. Your favorite person. Yeah, that guy. Ever. Yeah. Love me some We're going to show up at his house. <laughs> oh, that is still so crazy. Ugh. Anyway... Andre Johnson, guys, you are playing him if you got him. He is still the man in Houston. He's about the only man in Houston you should have any faith in at this point in time. But, uh, you know, he was still able to score 15 points despite the quarterback swap, so expect normal numbers from him this week. He's going to be in that kind of double-digit range. And the Colts have a pretty poor secondary. Second, secondary. Secondary. Uh, so this, <laughs> you know, he should be able to take advantage of that. So I like Johnson this week. My guy calls is Ben Tate, so he certainly didn't perform as well as he should have last week, pulling only five points. And at this point, the team is so terrible, and now they are under new leadership. You know, I just I think it's hard to have any confidence, period, in anybody on this team right now. The only upside is that he will be up against a pretty mediocre defense in defending the running backs, so he could have a decent week, but I just think everything's up in the air right now. So I'd say flex position max. Um, Garrett Graham, guys, somebody else that should be a gut call, someone for you to consider. Again, you got the whole quarterback debacle. It is at least allegedly Case Keenum, but you know the Colts have given up the ninth fewest points to tight end, so it may not be his week. Bench, Case Keenum, Matt Schaub for the fact that Keenum's announced as a starter, but who knows if Schaub will come in at some point. They seem to be doing switcheroos every week at this point, so stay away. Indianapolis Colts. Andrew Luck, welcome back, buddy putting up some huge numbers and he you know that was needed for sure um as far as with him you know the texans give the 11th fewest points to quarterbacks this season but they have been giving up a heck of a lot more points in the last few weeks than normal so i think that number looks a little bit scary to you but they haven't been very good defensively the last few weeks so i think luck will have a good one gut calls is kobe fleener again like we talked about the tight ends bad situation but the encouraging part is that he actually gets the most targets out of everybody last week. So he's targeted a lot. And with Gronk out right now, Fleener, that kind of ups his stock a little bit. Uh, Dobrik Rogers and Levon Brazil, two wide receivers that came out of nowhere last week. I think they're too risky to play, but they're worthy of note. So depending on if you have some injuries, someone you might want to look at. Bench warmers, oh. Donald Brown and Trent Richardson, one of the more frustrating dynamic duos you should know they're on your bench at this point don't even go there i'm gonna go colts guys doing it i'm gonna do the colts but frankly like i can't these both these teams are just making me lose my mind in fantasy football just like lose so frustrating my you didn't even mention ty hilton and i I did you i did that on purpose (laughs) i I can't do it Because he has like zero point games, like three weeks in a row, and then he has like a twenty point game, and you get all excited. You put him in, and then whoop, we're back down to like zero to three range. I hate myself for bringing him up. I hate you too. I was in such a good mood. (laughs) Well, this will put you in a better mood. I'm going for the Texans, and why? Because I hate the Colts. (laughs) That's true. And uh, yeah. There you go. That's where I'm standing. Another fun-filled matchup for me of two teams I love oh so much. The New England Patriots and Miami Dolphins. Witchcraft. What was up Witchcraft. with that game? Uh, Witchcraft. I told you, he's Jessica Lange. It's crazy. ridiculous. It's crazy. I mean, I Cousin. guess it just goes to the point you can never count Brady out. You can't do it. 
Ugh. I mean, he threw for over 400 yards and had two touchdowns and one interception. And two, those two touchdowns came within the last minute of the game. That yeah. is crazy. So, I mean, he's, he's playing well at this point. You should be maybe a little leery because Gronk is out. But, you know, Brady, Brady's in Brady mode. So I think you should feel good about that. I dropped him big time. Good. Because of Gronk? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, I don't see. But... I mean, that's his whole red zone plan. I, I, but I'm, he's Brady and he's witchcraft. It's, it's crazy I think town. It's Belichick he had with he had no business winning that game, but he did. But he did. Someone that's not so weird of a start would be Shane Vereen. I'm on the wagon. I'm on the bandwagon, Brandon. I'm Welcome, on it. Welcome, Jeebus. Just for now, we'll see. <laughs> but with with Gronk out for the season, this vastly moves Vereen up the ranks. You know, and he has had two solid back-to-back weeks and that should be no different this week as the Dolphins give up the ninth most points to running backs and Vereen is a man of England right now he should be treated as an RB1 so I'm bumping him up not even just from RB2 to RB1 Brandon you're welcome uh, Julian Edelman his yes. stock also goes up with Gronk out and Edelman seems to be the wide receiver that Brady has the most confidence in right now so he's the guy you should look to the other good news is the fact that the Dolphins place their starting cornerback Dimitri Patterson on IR so that should give you a little bit more confidence here with the fact that Gronk is out, that one of their starting cornerbacks isn't going to be in the mix. My gut calls would be all other Patriot wide receivers. And quite honestly, Edelman might fall into that as well because, again, you have absolutely no idea who's going to blow up. Every other week it seems to be somebody new. So good luck to you on that. Bench? I don't have anybody on the bench at this point because Patriots are their boomer bust, and there's real no bench players because of that. So the whole team's a giant gut call. Ridley? Ridley. Brent, we aren't mentioning inconsequential players. <laughs> Ridley and T.Y. Hilton are on the no-fly zone. <laughs> no-fly zone. No-fly zone. I've got two weeks left. I don't have to talk about you anymore. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. I wish I wish the Miami Dolphins were in the no-fly zone, but they're not. In fact... Yeah, they're flying high. They're flying high. I got two claim if you got them, starting with Mr. Oh. Brian Hartline. You know... Two weeks in a row with solid fantasy production. I love it. Ugh. And against New England, I think the second wide receiver is going to get a lot more looks and points um, than Mr. Wallace. So I've got Heartline in there opening things up. I like him this week. I also don't mind Mr. Ryan Tannehill. Hey. He's hot. Over the last four weeks, Tannehill is the number seven fantasy quarterback, scoring at least 18 points in the last three games. That ain't too shabby, I'd say. Nope. It's not McCown, but it's pretty good. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Uh, It's And he's also averaging 33 yards rushing, so... Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I Um, like him. Who who liked him in the preseason? (laughs) And then you, like, took it back, and you're, like, embarrassed about it. You're like, oh, no. I said he's the best of the worst, and I'll stand by it. (laughs) There's a there's a bottom tier and he's the toppity top. He's like the guy that like you made out with at all the parties during summer and then once school started up you're like I don't even know him. I don't even I don't even know him. <laughs> and now it's like Christmas time and you want a present so you're like all right I'm back with Tannehill. I like it. It's terrible. <laughs> um, uh, Worst high school girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, gut calls 
Daniel Thomas. Hey, I don't even know if I've hey, ever welcome. mentioned you since week two. You're back. He was supposed to be out for the season. I know. It's great. Uh, he almost has 17 points. I like that. And if Miller isn't cleared to play this week, <laughs> Thomas, you know, he has a great matchup against the Patriots defense. So I like him. Um, if if mm-hmm. Miller's out, I say he's a he's a must start. Um, but bench warmers, if Miller's in, he's still he's still on the bench. I, I'm not I'm not happy with him. And Mike Wallace, uh, you know, I hope you listened to our advice last week and sat Wallace against his former teammate, uh, Mr. Taylor, mm-hmm. because that was bad. And this week, he's got Talib to go against, and I'm not in love with that either. So. Wallace, thank you for opening things up for Heartline. Heartline's a start. Wallace is a bench. With that, ugh, I have to. I'm going with the Patriots. It hurts. Bill Belichick is Jessica Lang in the coven. They are witches. I'm going with the Patriots, and it's totally the Black Arts. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't want some voodoo curse on me. I'm going Patriots. Scary. That's right. Scary. Terrifying. It's like Halloween every time you watch that game. We got the Philadelphia Eagles and Minnesota Vikings. Can I just say that it was a crazy week of football weather-wise. Like, I turned on Red Zone. It was (laughs) like, what is going on? Like, I could barely even see the field in Detroit. And then you got, like, the Eagles game as well. Crazy town. But the Eagles wanted to burn our rankings, by the way, because I was like, who cares? Like, literally, they're playing in an apocalypse. Yeah. Makes it like Who impossible. Knows? I mean, it's crazy. I, they must have set a record for attempts on two point conversions last week. They did set a record for the most touchdowns, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But as an NFL as a whole, but guys, the Eagles played well. And Nick Foles, number two ranked quarterback, you know, no Foles didn't fall into the top 10 scoring quarterbacks last week, but he still scored you 19 points. So that's nothing to be mad about, you know? And the pure fact that he'll be playing the Vikings. I'm not sure we need to say anything more about that. <laughs> I mean, the Vikings give up the second most points to quarterbacks. And Foles has been doing really well. So he should blow up this week. LaShawn McCoy, Brandon's got him ranked number one. I think that's well-deserved. I mean, he was crazy town last week. Not only did he rush for over 100 yards, he rushed for over 200 yards. Nuts. Mm-hmm. And had two touchdowns. He is mm-hmm. a workhorse. He's going to get you crazy good points. He always does. You can count on McCoy. Must start. Deshaun Jackson, Riley Cooper. Again, for me, you got to start these guys. Jackson scored 11. Cooper scored 9. And that was in, like, again, a crazy snowstorm. And when, you know, McCoy is running for 200 yards, the fact that they're scoring that much when McCoy has the ball majority of the time is pretty good. And the Vikings give up the fourth most points to wide receivers. So, again, you pair that with Foles, who give up the second most points to quarterbacks. You got fantasy magic in this game. The fantasy magic stops at Brent Selleck. (laughs) 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 I don't know why I just dislike him so much. I feel like maybe because Shab hasn't played this year that I had to transfer my my aggression somewhere. And for some reason, it fell on Brent Selleck. Mm. Is what it it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, Selica is, you know, is a bench every other week. But I'm actually going to say that he made is he's a gut call this week, guys. I've bumped him up from bench to gut call. Wow. I know. You know what? I, and know. I don't blame you because you should play anybody and everybody against the Minnesota Vikings. So it's the Vikings. They give up the third most points to tight ends. 
Yeah. I didn't even rank him because you're right. He's really bad. But if he can catch a ball, then... Yeah. I'm I mean, if you were... Right if you were... Mm, yeah, no. a few of us don't know our father. Probably everybody <laughs> listening to this. He always does that. That's like his token sound. One more time, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, it's Brandon's Brand, favorite. Uh, so I will good. say That's this. what he used to do whenever he looked at my bedroom because it was always a mess. Yeah, a disappointment. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. He did that when I was biting my nails. And then he'd make a biting nail impression. <laughs> and then he'd be like... <laughs> oh, good stuff I will say this if you're ever going to play sell it guys this is the week I don't want anyone to confuse this with us telling you that you should start him because we certainly aren't saying that but if you're ever going to play him this is the week to play him or drop him or drop him yeah I mean if, if you, you, you were in the playoffs like like I dropped Stephen Ridley because I will never start him for the rest of the season but you may have kept Selleck waiting for this game, waiting and knowing how <laughs> right. bad the Vikings are. Waiting but for s- week 15. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel bad for, for you if you've had to look at his name on your roster every week and question it. But this is the week if you're going to, and then drop him immediately. Uh, but I don't have anybody for the bench on the Eagles guys because, again, they're playing the Vikings. The Vikings. Yeah. It may shock you. I have absolutely no must starts. None. <laughs> None. I do have a couple of gut calls, though. Cordell Patterson. You know, he's received the most targets in the past five weeks of all the Vikings receivers, and he scored 20 points last week, which is going to make him a little tempting to you. And you might actually be justified in being tempted by him, as the Eagles do give up the most points to wide receivers. Mm. Like, the most. So he could have a good week. And with that said, so could Jerome Simpson and Greg Jennings. I like Simpson a little bit more than I like Greg Jennings. Um... But they, you know, could be a consideration for, you know, wide receiver three or flex. So, again, it's because the Eagles secondary is truly that bad. Bench, everybody else, guys, this is the playoffs. This is not a time to sit there and have that emotional moment where you feel bad about not playing a Vikings player. Don't do it. AP, guys, is the other issue here. Peterson is not likely to play this week, so get him out of your lineup. Little heads up there. I'm going to go with the Vikings, my goodness, the Eagles. I don't know why I just combined <laughs> Ikings on two teams there. Oh, uh, it's so good. It's so Eagles. good. Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are my vote to win. I, too, am going with the Eagles. You know, I want to go with my Vikes, even without Peterson. Although I would say Gerhardt is a huge pickup this week, you guys. He will get work. They going to get work, run. but you've got better running backs. If you're in the playoffs, you've rode those playoffs with better running backs. You've got decent backs on your Well, team. but you rode Adrian Peterson. You may need Gerhardt. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could handcuff yourself. I'm just saying, I'm into him, but I picked the Eagles. <laughs> but we're into the Eagles more, more than that. Guys, make sure you come check us out at HerFantasyFootball.com. Hopefully we'll have something up on Friday for you to come and help us out to get to our fun at blog expo also uh check us out on blog talk radio brought to you by mgn seattle seahawks at new york giants why why could you not beat the 49ers seahawks is awesome (laughs) so frustrating i never root for the seahawks it's like the one time a year i'll actually root for the seahawks if they're playing the niners so sad (laughs) 
Plymouth, you got him. Russell Wilson, guys, we got him ranked nine. You know, Wilson did not fare too well against the Niners the second time around this year, but, you know, and he only scored nine points. That's disappointing. And he threw for less than 200 yards. Yeah, you're mad about that. Only one touchdown. You're pretty pissed. One interception. Bad, bad day. Bad day. <laughs> but he is the seventh highest scoring quarterback for the season. So clearly he is able to score points. And the Giants give up the 18th fewest points to quarterbacks, which lands them right in the middle of the pack, meaning Wilson should have a good chance of bouncing back this week. I'm going to be optimistic for you, Brandon. Thanks. You're welcome. Marshawn Lynch, don't bench, the, don't bench the guys that got you here. And Lynch definitely played his part in getting you into the playoffs. The Giants give up the 12th fewest points to opposing running backs. So it's not going to be a cakewalk for Lynch. But nonetheless, you should play him. And he will still get you points. And he is consistent. Seahawks defense. You are so excited if you have the Seahawks defense right now for this <laughs> matchup. <laughs> Am I right? Eli Manning, my friends. He has been a mess this year. And the wide receivers have been inconsistent. And the running game is just starting to find its footing. So, I mean, the Giants give up the most points to defenses. And the Seahawks are not an average defense. So this should be, like, an enormous week. Huge. Enormous. I feel bad for anybody that's in the playoffs playing against someone who has a Seattle defense right now. Ugh. Ugh. Sad. Gut call, Seahawks wide receivers. No one is ever quite sure who will be the hot that week or maybe I should say lukewarm that week but if I had to choose one I'm going to go Golden Tate that'd be my pick on that bench I don't know if you're doing the bench because the Seahawks are a far superior team to the Giants speaking of the Giants play them if you got them are you kidding <laughs> are you kidding that's <laughs> oh, so good stop it Andre Brown verges stop on it, it. He uh, he verges. So he's in the gut calls. He's ranked 19, but that's generous. We factored in junk time with the rank 19. Let's just be honest. I don't think they're going to bench him in favor of Peyton Hillis because, frankly, with Brandon Jacobs on IR, this is literally a technical ranking here. So Brandon Jacobs put on and season-ending IR. Unfortunate. Get well soon, buddy. Sad, sad. Uh, but Peyton Hillis is really kind of the only backup. They brought up some other guy, but it's just not a thing. They're going to play Andre Brown for the whole game. So he's the only one who's going to get maybe junk time points when they put in their second or third string defense on the Seattle side of the ball. And I'm not joking. They may see their backups. It's that bad. Um, they give up the seventh fewest fantasy points to running backs, which is actually better. It's a better matchup than the wide receivers, so that's kind of funny. Speaking of wide receivers, I'm putting Victor Cruz on the bench. He's ranked 28, and I think this is crazy. I know we're in line with other fantasy football experts, and I don't have any problem with that, except for the fact that he didn't even break the top 50 wide receivers last week after catching five passes for 42 yards, and that was his sixth game this season under five fantasy points. Yeah, six out of 13 under five points. Tell me who else is an elite wide receiver with those stats. Hmm? Bench him. Would you, consider, would you consider 28 elite, though? That's wide receiver three zone. Yeah, she's saying you ranked him too high. I'm saying 28's not elite. <laughs> No, it's not elite, but like he's been ranked as an elite wide receiver this whole time. I I, I think, I think twenty eight wide receiver three. I, 
gosh, I just don't know. I would almost take a risk on someone who might be a boomer bust over him. Especially in Seattle. I, I or agree. At, or Seattle against Seattle. I just, they give up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing wide receiver. I just, I can't advocate for him anymore. I've tried. I love him, but it's just so hard. And on that note, bench warmers for the also do not play everyone else. <laughs> You're hearing it here first, guys. Brian is saying, put Brent Selleck in your flex instead of Victor Cruz. <laughs> I would totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) That Boom. And as far as my pick, I actually said, is this actually a question? But I will go Seattle because it it insults my intelligence, but I'm saying Seattle. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm really angry. Go with the Giants, Ashley. Do it. (laughs) You know I'm tempted. (laughs) I almost picked the Giants every week just so I can hear Brandon be like, what? <laughs> but even I in Seattle cannot can't in not in good faith say the Giants are going to Seattle. Oh, me too, Seattle. Well, it's in New York, but it's against Seattle. Oh, it's too far. So mistakenly yes. said in Seattle. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> oh, sorry, Giants. Uh, we got the San Francisco 49ers at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Play him if you got him. Vernon Davis ranked number three. He's awesome. As we've said, tight ends are awful. So you're going to play Vernon Davis for sure. Uh, and Quan sure. Bolden. I like him again, you guys. Another good week for Bolden. He's in my must nice. starts. You know, Crabtree and Manahan are just really opening things up for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so I'm, I'm, I still like him. I still like him. Uh, Phil Dawson. Hey. 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 You're a kicker. Kickers. You're a kicker, and you're not too bad. Fifth game in a row in double digits. I like it. Colin Kaepernick, urine gut calls, and that's being nice. We have you ranked number 21, which means you probably should not play him. Tampa Bay is just, uh, you know, not as bad, but kind of bad, but good enough that Kaepernick's not going to do that well. How about that? That's where I stand with that. Kaepernick. So you're saying they're not Washington. <laughs> they're, they're not Washington. So uh, he's mm-hmm. not going to get Washington points. But, uh, yeah, that's my point. Exactly. They're not Washington. So week one, Kaepernick had 30.68 points and followed that p- performance in week two with 5.78 points. <laughs> and that, to me, describes Kaepernick this season. So, Consistency at its finest. <laughs> exactly. So if you're a gambler, you know, Kaepernick might be your guy. It's not mine, though. Not mine, thank goodness. Frank Gore, I have him in gut calls as well. You know, unfortunately, three of the, of the last four games, you know, he has been in a... I'm sorry, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Gore has only had four games under 10 <laughs> points, and unfortunately, they've been three of the last four games. That's what I was trying to say. Um, Tampa Bay gives up the eighth fewest fantasy points to running backs, so that's not good. So there's just a lot going against him right now. You know, I, you, can't, <laughs> you can't bench your studs, and I guess he's still one, but he is a low-end running back, too. You know, that's where I'm at. And there's no obvious people to put on the bench for the the 49ers this week. Nice. 
Tampa Bay. I'm putting Bobby Rainey in play him if you got him. A, because he was balling last week. I was like, hey, so glad I started you. Okay, thanks, bye. Um, yeah, he rushed 22 times, 127 yards, one touchdown. Nice. Um, now, San Francisco does give up the ninth fewest fantasy points, but frankly... They're, like, amazing against uh, wide receivers. They give up the seventh fewest fantasy points, tight ends, fourth fewest. So it's kind of like pick your poison. And Tampa Bay likes to run. They're going to run regardless. So he's going to get something. Um, Other clear starters, Vincent Jackson, because you just can't put that guy on your bench. He blows up. It's unbelievable. Uh, Gut calls, Tampa Bay defense. Okay, now hear me out on this. I'm back to this hoarder theory because I'm telling you in all of my leagues, defenses are really thin. What about you guys? I mean, like I can't find a decent defense and Tampa Bay's been feisty and they've been really good. They had like 22 points on defense last week. Yeah. So I I keep two D's. I, I, yeah. And I think that it is smart to keep two D's in the playoffs and to look at the schedule and decide what you want to do. But if you haven't done that, Tampa Bay might be available and they wouldn't be a hideous play. So, um, I'm into them. Everyone else is kind of on the bench because San Francisco, as I said, is like the fourth fewest, 10th fewest, seventh fewest. So that's it. And for that, I'm, I'm picking the 49ers, but as I like to do with Buffalo, next year I pick Tampa Bay. <laughs> nice. I'm picking the 49ers. This is 100% an emotional pick, but I'm going with Tampa. Nice. <laughs> They're surprising. They are a surprising team. I like it. No, I agree. I'm, I was on the verge. And the Niners are unpredictable to some extent. If Kaepernick has a 5.68 point game, which he's incapable of, Tampa Bay will win for sure. This is true. This is true. I don't think that's crazy. I don't. We got the Buffalo Bills at Jacksonville Jaguars. Play them if you got them. I got nobody this week, guys, for the Buffalo Bills. Sorry. Mm, sad. Shocking. It is sad. Gut calls. I've got Fred Jackson and CJ Spiller. I guess if I had to choose between the two. Ooh. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. His, you know, Fred Jackson's numbers have really gone down south for the winter, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that's not Starting exciting. Starting to hibernate. Yep, yep. C.J. Spiller, he ran for 24 yards and caught another 26 yards last week. That's that's not awesome. No. Mm-hmm. And the Jags' defense is heating up. You know, Jags are good. The Jags, yeah. are, the Jags are sneaky good. I mean, they can't win still, but they're sneaky good. So they've won their last three. They have the longest winning streak in the AFC. That's true. That is true. Very good point. Um, so I'm not in love with either one, Spiller or Jackson. So they're both in my gut calls. Um, really look at you know we've got Spiller ranked you know over ten positions higher. So I guess with that we're going Spiller over Jackson. And bench warmers, EJ Manuel, ew, <laughs> ew, and ew. Bench him. Stevie Johnson. <laughs> Johnson caught five passes for 67 yards against Tampa Bay. But he's averaging four points per game over the last six weeks. No, he is not a must start. Bench him. 
I do like that bench him for Stevie Johnson was in regular, like, bench was capitalized, him was capitalized. And then EJ Manuel, it was all caps, bench him. <laughs> bench him. It was all caps. From hero to zero, EJ Manuel. Bench him. Oh, sad. Jacksonville Jaguars. No must starts again this week. Although, again, if you're really tight on defenses, maybe Jacksonville's not a bad pick against Buffalo and vice versa. Oh, yeah. I love it. Good call. Um, gut calls. I've got Maurice Jones Drew. We have him ranked number 20. So, uh, you know, that leaves him as a low running back um, and two. But, you know, five out of the last six games, Jones Drew has a, over 10 fantasy points with three touchdowns. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I like it's really him. Good. I like he's him. He's just injured. That's why he's twenty. Yeah, well, and I like that he's sticking with the Jags. Like you know, he like wants to play for them. It's cute. It is cute. I mean, the Jags don't want him playing for them, but you know, whatever. It's nice that he still sticks around. Um, Good jerks. Buffalo gives up the eleventh fewest fantasy points to running backs, but you know they still give him the ball. So keep him. I like him. Uh, mm-hmm. Cecil Shorts the third. Thank God Shorts caught a touchdown because 13 yards isn't very good, people. And that's all <laughs> he had last yeah. week. So, mm. But here's a more positive note. Buffalo Bills give up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. Hey. So Shorts might not be a bad play this week. Marce- Mercedes Lewis. I have him ranked number 28. I'm happy I ranked him. Um, but with two games in a row with a touchdown, Yay. you know, Lewis isn't a bad choice. Um, I have him ranked really low. Maybe he should go back up. But if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's touchdown. He scores under four points. So it's a boom or bust play for the tight end position for Mr. Lewis and bench warmers, Chad Henney, you know, yay. Congratulations, Henny, for having the best game of the season with a whopping 15.98 points last week. <laughs> and that's all you get from me. You're sad. I'm going with the Jags this week. Are we sure someone's even going to win this game? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I'm, I'm going to go Jags up. i got to choose. Because I secretly I'm root for them. I'm going Jaguars confidently, and I've been right every time I've picked them. I think they're actually on the way to being good, and I really like their coach. Nice. That was a really good pep talk, Brandon. Whew. You yeah. should have been there at the beginning of the season. That's right. Yeah, no, like, where <laughs> were you? I couldn't. I, couldn't. We, I live in reality. We got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Oakland Raiders. Right. Um, congratulations, all the people that were patient through those two Broncos games in three weeks with the Kansas City defense. Am I right, ladies? Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Listen, now you get Oakland. You're welcome. That's your gift. Start Kansas City defense. Um, Oakland gives up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing defenses. The Jets sacked McCloin three times, scored on a pick six. Expect similar results for the Chiefs. Other clear starters, in my opinion, Alex Smith. He got pulled, and he still had 13 points. He got pulled in the third quarter, people, because no one was at the Washington game. They'd already killed Washington, and And RG3 got pulled. It was bad weather. There was no reason for him to play, and he still got you 13 points in two quarters. He would have had a 26-point game, but they pulled him. I'm just, you know, I don't think they'll do that in Oakland, and it'll be nice out, so don't worry about that. 
Um, also, Jamal Charles, you know that. Uh, gut calls. Dwayne Bow has all of a sudden become a borderline must start. We have him ranked twenty three, so I guess so. You ladies um, were haters. I was a hater. I told you to drop him. I couldn't stand him at the beginning of the season, and I was right about that. But since week seven, um, he's only garnered less than 50 yards once. He's also scored a ton of touchdowns. I'm into this guy, and Oakland gives up the eighth most fantasy points wide receivers. I like it. Also, for your consideration, Ryan Suckup, their kicker. Check out his numbers. Not bad. You could do worse. He's in Oakland. Bench, you either know their names or you don't. So, so no one's really on the bench. Except for Dexter McCluster, but you know he's just a return guy. I don't need to tell you that. You're smart ladies. I like it. And boys. <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Play him if you got him. We have Rashad Jennings. Handcuff alert. McFadden has yet to announce when he's coming back. Rashad is amazing. You're going to start him. Unfortunately, he got hurt last week. Marcel Reese came in and did awesome. Did awesome. So if Jennings is in, he should be in your lineup. If he's not, I like Reese as uh, maybe your second running back, but I would put him in as flex. So there's that. Love him. Rod, yeah. Rod, I was about to say Rod Stewart. Rod Streeter. <laughs> um, another goodie. Another goodie. Um, if you want my body. He got targeted a team high of 10 times for 130 yards and a touchdown. What? Yeah. What? Also, like Courtney's sleeper at the beginning of the season. Yep. Was. It took him this long to get there, but he's good. And uh, <laughs> bench everybody else. Bench everybody else. Uh, we got the Raiders quarterback situation. Even, you know, it's just bad. It's just bad. And uh, they're going up against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are tough. And that's why I'm picking the Chiefs to win. Chiefs, once again, is this really a question? Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs. Ooh, now we're, now we're getting into a tough game. New York Jets at Carolina Panthers. <laughs> really? Tough? Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> Congratulations, New York Jets, for the great game last week. Super fun. Sadly, her fantasy football outed you as the every other week fantasy production team a long time ago. So we know you don't repeat performances. So it's sad we missed it. But against an elite defense on their turf, no go on the play if you got them. Gut calls, desperate play, Chris Ivory. You know he's the guy. He's the only guy that's solid for production. However, Carolina gives up the third fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. Uh, it is what it is. Last week he did get a touchdown, 76 yards against the Raiders. Guess what? Hard-hitting analysis. Carolina Panthers are not the Oakland Raiders. So there's that. Bench warmers, everyone else, and borderline Chris Ivory. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, and then Carolina's at home after losing to the Saints. I'd give it up. 
Um, Carolina Panthers, obviously you're going to play Cam Newton. I know he wasn't fabu last week, but he plays really well against mediocre defenses. And actually the Jets are pretty mediocre against the quarterback. They actually give up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, which is weird. Um, so we think we'll go to town. Other clear starter is Carolina defense against the Jets. I don't know what else to say about that. And Greg Olson, Mr. Old Faithful. That's what we called him last week, and he was again last week. And I don't know how he does it, but he will give you a solid seven points. Uh, got call Steve Smith. Um, yeah, I would say, you know... Um, I normally say don't start any of them, but the Jets give up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers, and someone's going to get a touchdown. So also Ted Ginn Jr. or Brandon LaFell, you're not crazy if you start one of them. And then as far as D'Angelo Williams is concerned, he's on the bench because he's hurt, and they give up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. The Jets. Isn't that interesting? Crazy. So with a, with a quad injury, he's on the bench along with Mike Tolbert. Just don't play the running backs in this particular game. And I'm picking the Panthers, and I think it's going to get bloody. Bloody, huh? I, I like bloody. the pouty cam. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see him pouting in press conferences again. I'm going Panthers. Me too. Panthers all in. Green Bay Packers at Dallas Cowboys. So you should know by now that Eddie Lacy is a must-start. We have him ranked number two. The guy is a beast. I mean, and the Cowboys are, you know, they give up a lot of rushing yards to running backs. I would start him and consider this an early Christmas gift to yourself. Literally, it's a must-start. Gut calls, Packers wide receivers. We're in that same kind of situation that you're not entirely sure who will be the big receiver. It could be Jones. It could be Nelson. Um, you know, and you've got Flynn in place. So, again, Rodgers is unlikely to be playing. So, for me, they're all gut calls. I think you probably have better options elsewhere. Basically, since Flynn's been in, all their stock has dropped. Which brings me to the point that Matt Flynn is on the bench, kids. You know, he, <laughs> did, he, does all, he did all right. He wasn't terrible. And he's up against the Cowboys who give up the most points to quarterbacks in the league. But I'm still not tempted. He's still on the bench. Trust. Dallas Cowboys. DeMarco Murray. I have a gut feeling the Cowboys are going to run as much as possible. And that's what they did last week against the Bears. And DeMarco was, you know, pretty pretty good. And Green Bay gives up the 10th most fantasy points to opposing running backs. And believe it or not, even after missing two games, uh, DeMarco Murray is the 8th highest scoring fantasy running back this season. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so start him. Other clear starters, Jason Witten, because of the tight end nightmare that we've discussed. So get that done. Gut calls, Tony Romo. I, his mediocrity is just so frustrating. It's beyond. Um, last week he threw for 104 yards and three touchdowns. And, I mean, it's amazing that you can throw three touchdowns and only have 16 fantasy points. It's just unexplainable. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. He's only thrown for over 300 yards three times this season. He's just not a must-start anymore. Just putting it out there. And same with Des Bryant. We've ranked him number five, and that's the norm, and that's fine. Okay, okay, okay. But he's, he has scored under 10 fantasy points in four of his last five games. And last week, he only caught two passes for 12 yards. I mean, luckily, he found the end zone, so he got 7.2 fantasy points. And yes, the Packers do give up the ninth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, but I just feel like I've heard this story before. Great matchup for Tony Romo and Des Bryant. Great matchup. And I just don't see it. 
I just don't see the production. It was supposed to be a great matchup against Chicago, too. I mean, hopefully they break the trend this week, but I'm just putting it out there. Benchwarmers, Dallas defense, you saw them play on Monday night. I have nothing else to say. Um, I'm picking the Cowboys, and but without Rodgers, it'll be close, and that's sad. I'm going the Green Bay Packers. Why not? Why not? Why not? I had written down Cowboys, but I'm also going to switch it to the Packers. Wow. I yeah. like it, ladies. I like mm-hmm. it. I also like this game, the Arizona Cardinals at Tennessee Titans. Who doesn't? So when I picked my teams, I thought, oh, my goodness, these teams are nightmares. Complete nightmares. But now they're kind of my favorites. I hurt them. So Arizona, let's start with you, little babies. Okay, play him if you got him as Larry Fitzgerald. However, he's your wide receiver, too, this week. I hope you have another stud because Tennessee actually gives up the absolute fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Who knew? Even after playing the Broncos. That's crazy because the Broncos ruin everyone's average. I actually feel bad for those teams. Um, but yeah, listen, I, I, I enjoy him. He caught 12 passes last week. That's insane. He won't do that again this week, but like, he's the stud plan. Other clear starter, Arizona defense against the Titans. Do it. Um, Richard Mendenhall is in the gut calls. Hear me out. Tennessee Ugh. gives up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing running backs, okay? And even though Mendenhall splits carries with Ellington and he struggled with injuries around week seven, he is the 28th highest scoring running back of the season. And that's with three iffy games where he was kind of in, kind of out. Now, he's been especially good lately, and last week he rushed for 41 yards and one touchdown, and I just feel like... This is a possibility to start Mendenhall and Ellington. He's also for your consideration. And Jay Feely, the kicker, who's had some amazing games. And then Rob Hausler, the tight end. If you're in a nightmare, why not? Who's on your bench? Michael Floyd. Why? Because he's hurt. He hurt his ankle again. He didn't practice on Wednesday. It's a terrible matchup. As I said, they give up the least fantasy points. Put him on your bench. And also, don't play Carson Palmer. That ship has sailed. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Play him if you got him. Okay, hear me out on this one, Delaney Walker. Listen, he practiced in full on Wednesday. He was out. He hurt you the week before that because he got a concussion. I get it. He's still risky. But, oddly enough, Arizona gives up the most fantasy points to tight ends by, like, four points per game. It's insane. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. And they're so good at everything else, they'll have to use their tight end. So if he plays, which is a big if, so watch your injury reports, he's a sneaky play. And people probably dropped him because he was out with a concussion. So he's a risk worth taking, but he is a risk. Got calls. Chris Johnson. Um, The exact opposite is true for running backs. They give up the absolute fewest points to running backs by, like, four points. They're amazing against running backs. So if you have Chris Johnson, I'm a little nervous for you. Uh, He only had 46 yards last week, but he did score a touchdown. He caught two passes for nine yards. But um, there's always a potential for big play with him, but 
It's just a thing. Also for your consideration, Tennessee's defense. Carson Palmer's kind of gone back to Mr. Interception. And then Justin Hunter, if Kendall Wright is out, which we're to the bench. Kendall Wright. Okay, thanks for the info, Coach. Hello. On Monday, we find out that he that uh, Kendall Wright was actually um, dealing with a hurt ankle and shoulder and that they on purpose didn't use him last week. Oh, thanks. I would have loved to know that in my fantasy playoffs. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, um, don't play him either way. Um, I, I think he'll mostly be a decoy. And then don't play Ryan Fitzpatrick because he doesn't have Kendall, Hunt, or Kendall Wright, and that was a huge problem last week. Um, on that note, I am picking the Cardinals, but I don't like it. I, too, am picking the Cardinals defense. I don't know. They're both good teams. Yeah. I really like the Delaney Walker call. I think that's um, – I like it. I like it a lot. Again, if he's going to play. But with all that said, I'm still going Cardinals. Boom. That D's too good. The D's too good. All right, we've got the New Orleans Saints, the St. Louis Rams. Play them if you got them. It's going to be an easy story. Drew Brees, Jimmy Graham, anyone? Yep. Yep. They're awesome. Yeah. They're must We're starting those guys. Starting those guys. Got calls. Um, New Orleans defense. We have them ranked number eight, and uh, I kind of like them. I kind of like them. Um, bench. I have all the wide receivers and the running backs, and it's just simply because who knows who? <laughs> who knows which one's going to get it? You, you know? Don't. You know, before Colston's 24.5 fantasy point performance with two touchdowns, He's only had two touchdowns all season. So that's not that's yeah. not anything to be excited about. Um, so I'm not I'm not in love with that. So I'm not in love with the running backs either. Sproles has had more fantasy points in the last two weeks, you know, with four and six points than Thomas in week twelve. I mean it's just I mean it's all so bad. I, I don't like any of them. And we're benching everybody. Except of course Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham. Hello. I agree. And uh, we're pretty much close to the same kind of conversation for the Rams, but the opposite. Uh, You're only playing Zach Stacy. We love Zach Stacy. And next year, we super love Zach Stacy. He's a must start this week, but you know, he's just not great in bad matchups like last week. He, you know, he got eight points because he got a touchdown, but really, he's just not good in bad matchups. That's fine. You know, it is what it is. Uh, But this is a good matchup. And so you're going to start him. Uh, Gut calls, there are none. You bunch everyone except for Zach Stacy. Sound familiar? I feel like I've done this a lot. Uh, The only other thing is Tavon Austin. I know he's a sexy little name that people keep talking about. He's a very flashy player. And if he gets a big play, it's awesome. But you're in the playoffs, baby. And you don't want to depend on that. So don't, don't get cute. And don't play anyone else on the Rams. I'm going New Orleans, but I think it might be a little closer than we think and definitely closer than the Panthers game. I do like the Rams defense as well. Um, not this week, but in general. Not, and yeah. I like Agreed. I like the Saints to win. Yeah, same thing. I like the Saints. It's Saints, people. It's the Saints. We got Cincinnati Bengals at Pittsburgh Steelers. So, play me if you got him, A.J. Green. He has scored double-digit points in the last two weeks and has a touchdown in both games in the last two weeks as well. So, with Dalton starting to actually play well, 
That just means better production from Green. So start him and feel good about it. Gut calls. I've got Marvin Jones. So Jones had a great game mm. last week, but he's been kind of silent three weeks leading up to that. Yeah. And he would be a very dicey play. But there are far more riskier plays than Marvin as well. And if Dalton is hot again, then Marvin has a chance to be hot as well. So I feel like this might be actually a player like you're talking about, Brandon, that maybe is a little bit more boomer bust that you'd be willing to start than who was the other guy you didn't want to start? Hmm. So many. Do you know what I'm talking? <laughs> I think this guy's got potential to boom. So to me, it's an, it's an option. Giovanni Bernard and Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Here we are again, guys. No one really knows who's going to be scoring points. But both these guys do score points, <laughs> you know, and they are good flex options, you know. I mean, what you need to look at here is that Green Ellis has been the hotter hand recently. So if you had to play one, the odds are in his favor that he's going to be doing well according to the last couple weeks. But with these two guys, who really knows? Bench warmers, Andy Dalton. So. Being as we are in the playoffs, you want to play consistent players. And Dalton has been anything but consistent. As we, you know, with all boom and bust players, there is a chance that he could boom this week. He could blow up. The Steelers give up the 13th fewest points to quarterbacks, though, so I'm not sure he's really going to boom. But, I mean, depending on if the steel curtain busts, which they've been known to do this year as well, you, you really don't know. This is a tough, tough call. And I feel like anything that's this up in the air, leave on your bench because we are in the playoffs. It was Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin's boomer bust. <laughs> Thank you. You asked that question. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, you got to come to things as you come to them. Uh, no, no, it was Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz, you said you'd rather play a, a player with a chance to boom than Victor oh, Cruz. Oh, yeah, I did. You're right. I would play Marvin Jones over Victor Cruz. Yeah, there you go. I'm insane. Um, And I'm just really cranky with him. He's really cost me a lot this season. Um, Antonio Brown, though, uh, has not cost anyone anything. He is the number 10 ranked wide receiver week in and week out. He's super unbelievable. He gets the targets. He gets the catches. He gets the yards. And now he even gets the touchdowns. He's matchup proof. Just play him. I don't even want to talk about it. It's irrational. Um, gut calls, though. I'm putting Le'Veon Bell in the gut calls. He's probably really a starter. But Cincinnati gives up the fifth fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. And the yeah. Steelers are really pass-happy lately. So, I mean, last week he rushed for 15, 15 times for 61 yards and caught five passes for 23 yards. He was recovering from a concussion from the week before, so I think maybe they're taking it easy on him. I just, if the TDs don't happen, then he's kind of like, eh, and the TDs don't happen that often, and I don't know. I'm a little wishy-washy on that one. Um, And for your consideration, all the gut calls, pretty much everyone else is a gut call, people. Ben Roethlisberger, Emmanuel Sanders, Jericho Cotchery, Heath Miller. Cincinnati's a pretty good defense, but all these guys have a boomer bust quality to them that you might want to take a chance on. And in fact, almost all of them are pretty steady in production. Benchwarmers, Pittsburgh's defense, wow, gone are the days of the steel curtain, defense first type of team. They're yeah. just this past me happy little thing. Yeah, but you know what? Next week they play at Green Bay, and if Rodgers isn't back, must play. So I'm going to be crazy. I'm going for the Steelers at home with the upset. I like it. I like that. I'm going with the Bengals, though. I don't know. I like the team mascot. 
<laughs> I think this is actually a really tough call because we're looking at a divisional matchup. And these two teams play each other hard every single time. Whether one team is terrible that season, they still play each other hard. So, mm-hmm. oof. I'm going to go Bengals just because I think that Dalton's going to continue to be hot this week. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Last matchup, Monday night. Baltimore Ravens at Detroit Lions. Play him if you got him. All right. Torrey Smith. I know. He had one catch for 11 yards and a two-point conversion with a whopping 3.1 fantasy points last week. Uh. But here's the good news. Smith has had three (laughs) tight ends in the last five weeks. And Detroit gives up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, hey, I'm into it. I think... Tight ends. He had three tight ends? I'm sorry. He gives up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. Oh, yeah. No, he had three touchdowns, excuse me, in the last five weeks. Touchdowns, not tight ends. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, they have had a lot of tight ends. (laughs) I thought you were talking about the turnover. They have. have. Which brings me (laughs) to Dennis Pitta, who's back. (laughs) And he's making a splash. I like it. He's in. He's in, guys. Still one of the best fantasy names I've ever heard is I Pitta the Fool. I Pitta the Fool. With Pitta. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah, it's funny. Um, You know, Flacco likes him, so I like him. He's in, guys. He's only owned in 13% of leagues. And with the tight end situation we've got going on, Pitta's the man. Pitta is the man. Now, I think Pitta's really going to – he's really looking a lot better this year with Hernandez out. <laughs> <laughs> His stock really rose a lot. That's nice. That's nice. I Too like soon? that. No, Too not soon? at all. Mm. Not at all. I cried. Ray Rice. We have him ranked 39th. He has a gut call. Gut call. That's Generous. all I can say about Ray Rice every, yeah. every week. Oh, I do not feel confident with his ability to be a big part of the Baltimore's offense this week. And the bench, we got Flacco. You know, he mm. got you 20 fantasy points. That's awesome. More than Newton, Romo, RG3, Kaepernick, Rivers, and Foles. I like it. But not this week, people. One more point than Foles. Still more points than Foles. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Detroit Lions. Oh, facts let's not talk facts. about let's not talk about last week because that wasn't fun. That wasn't fun. But he is Lions. Stafford is a must start. Calvin Johnson, I mean, stop it. Stop it. He is he hasn't scored you <coughs> excuse me. Aww. If he hasn't hadn't scored you twenty plus points in five games this year two of which were over 30 plus points you know you would you wouldn't feel so guilty about calling him a bum last week which what whatever that was detroit i'm mad it was a blizzard um you know reggie bush is still up in the air um joke bell i'd say is a must start if reggie's out i like him Mm -hmm. and i think he's not a bad flex player if reggie's in so there's the both of them and bench neighborless and oh we had a moment but then it was gone mm. you're on the bench mm. I love bench. the lions I'm going with the lions I'm going with the lions at home I'm just sick of everyone like I don't know if you've heard this lately ladies but everyone's like Baltimore's on a hot streak stop it stop it Ugh, I'm over it Although I do feel like we need to add a category that's emotional call. 
because Ray Rice would fall under that because it's purely emotion being like, yeah, he's a gut call. He's Ray Rice. Yeah, it's but true. No. It's no. like still ranking Des Bryant as number yeah. five. Yeah, or Victor Cruz. <laughs> what can we say? Or people that held on to Tom, kept playing Tom Brady the whole first part of the season. Good Emotional call. Well, yeah. this is the model. I'm going to go Lions with you guys on this one. We're in playoffs. You start your studs, and you have to realize your studs are not necessarily people you drafted in the first five rounds. Okay? Yeah. You're, you need to break up with those guys and really bench your real studs that have brought you to the playoffs. Okay? Alshon Jeffrey, we're talking to you. Alshon Jeffrey. You. We like you. We like you a lot. Well, that's all for us this week, guys. Congratulations again for making it to the playoffs. Woohoo! Woo! Make sure to check us out on Blog Talk Radio, brought to you by NGN and on HerFantasyFootball.com for our rankings, news, and much more. Chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. We love talking to you guys. And until next week, no more faking it. <laughs>